Amazing Blue Nation, it's Tom Brady. I co-founded Autograph with one mission in mind, change the fan experience for the better. That's why I'm excited to announce the release of a new app that recognizes the biggest Michigan fans. The Autograph fandom app gives you access to the best Michigan content, fan challenges, and exclusive rewards for diehard Wolverines, all for doing the things you already do, like listening to this podcast. Head over to the Apple App Store and search for Autograph Rewarding Fans and download today. Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the big game pregame, Michigan State. It's hate week, everybody. It's hate week. Uh, it's my most loved and hated week of this whole season, to be quite honest with you. Um, so let's get into this. Uh, listen, this should be a blowout. This should be an complete and utter ass whooping, right? But with, with every Michigan fan knows is that most of the time when we are vastly superior to this team, we, they play way above their head. And they give us a game when it shouldn't be a game. And some of the lesser Michigan teams who are still much, much better than Michigan State lose these kind of games. I don't think it's going to happen. But this is one of the weeks that it bugs me. This I hate. I hate Michigan State. And when we lose to Michigan State, I take it harder than when we lose to Ohio. Because here's the thing. When we lose to Ohio, you can make the argument they're just a better team. They recruit better. They've always been a dynamic. As much as I hate to say it, they've always been a dynamic team. They're, uh, they've never been the laughing stock of anything, right? They've always, throughout their history, have been a formidable opponent to everyone. So when we lose to them... It sucks, it's painful, but you can tell yourself, well, they just they're just better than we were. As much as that hurts to say. Michigan State, outside of the Rich Rod and Brady Hoke years, they've never been better than us ever. And when we lose, it's because we shot ourselves in the foot to allow them to win the game. Plain and simple. And I've had plenty of episodes before, on one one specifically, where you could go back in history and look at it. When we fired Lloyd Carr and we hired Rich Rod, they just happened to be right in the D'Antoni area. Like I think they just hired him, I believe. Perfect timing. He hated Michigan. He got the he got the fan base to go along with him, and he was able to recruit Michigan better and Ohio better than Michigan could because we had fucking Rich Rod, the fast break, uh, fast break offense, you know, and then we had stupid uh, Fred Flintstone, Brady Hoke, who was like, "Oh, sorry guys, we we put a stake in your field. Oh, we apologize." the fat cuck he is, Brady Hoke. So we had those guys. If it wasn't for that, Michigan State wouldn't even have eight or nine good years against Michigan. 
We allowed them to be good. That's what's so fucking annoying about Michigan State. Ohio is good outside of us. They are good because they can recruit because they've always been good. Michigan State has never been good. And when we screw up and we make bad hires, that's when Michigan State exists. That's it. That is it. And then when Harbaugh gets here and things start to level out, he ran D'Antoni out of town. And then he got Mel Tucker got the luckiest of all breaks, COVID. And then the year what was the year following? Outside of that, that was it. And then it's been straight dominance by Michigan. And it's always been straight dominance by Michigan. That's why we don't consider them a rival. They long for someone to say that they're their rival. They do. They scream it from the mountaintops how much they hate us and how much we're their rival. And we don't agree. I think we have to say that we're a rival, just like you say that your brother is your brother, even though you don't like him sometimes. Yeah, he's my brother. Because you're forced into it, not because you want to. Right? It's the, If we never play Michigan State again, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. It just wouldn't. They're garbage. The majority of their fan base is garbage. Their university is garbage. Their football team is garbage. There is nothing great about Michigan State, and there never has been. So much so, Michigan and Ohio State hate each other, right? Never did Ohio State lower themselves to beating up two defenseless defensive backs who were running in their own tunnel, their own tunnel, not the opponent's tunnel, their own tunnel. One to go see his father who comes to see him every game and drives a truck for a living. So then he's got to give him a hug, talk to him about the game, and then he gets back on the road. And then the other one, who knows why he was? He was hurt. He was just going back to the he, he was just going back to the the locker room. And these idiots talk themselves into believing that somehow Jim Harbaugh had something to do with it. Jim Harbaugh said, yes, we're going to send our two weakest, smallest dudes on the whole team, send them up that, send them up the tunnel, you know, where they belong, and then we're going to have them pick a fight with 30 Michigan State dudes. Yeah, perfect. That's what we'll do. We'll endanger the lives of our own teammates and my own football players just so we can stick it to Michigan State. That's how dumb this fan base is. They're dumb. They're, they're absolutely zero cool. There's nothing about Michigan State that is even worth talking about. But yet, here we are. Here we are talking about Michigan State because we were forced to play these idiots. And then, and then we had an out. We had an absolute out to leave this trash behind. And we saved them by giving them the protected rivalry status. The one thing that should have given them a massive boner. Because they, that was the justification. They finally, they finally were accepted by us. I mean, even Penn State, when Michigan State was trying to get them as a, as a uh, protected rival. Michigan, I mean, Penn State was even like, no thanks. We'll pass. We'll have no protected rivals. We'll pass. We, 
we'd rather have nothing than have you as a protected rival. That is somehow downgrading them to have you as a fucking protective rival. But yet we do it out of pity. Like Michigan is our mother, like the state of Michigan's our mother. And we're just like, well, okay, we'll include him. Fine. Get off my ass. We'll include the the, the idiot. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that word. We'll return. We'll, we'll fucking include this fool. Okay. Are you happy now, mother? That's what we're doing. That's Michigan State. I can't stand them. I just can't. And I mean, okay, so let's... It, it bothers me to even talk about this team. And I'll be a mess all day Saturday. All day Saturday, I'll be a mess until Michigan pulls this out. Only because we should never lose to Michigan State, but yet we find ways to do it. Yet we find ways to do it. And I think that's because we've never really seen them as a rival, like I've been saying, and we don't take them seriously. So the last couple of years, we've taken them seriously, and we're 2-1 and one against them. You know? I mean, 2015, the punt, obviously the botched punt. Uh, I still have not gotten over that. Uh, 2016, we dominate. 2017, we have the whole field incident. 2018... I think it was 2017 we had the 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 field incident. Um 2000 no no 2017 we lost in that big rainstorm. And then 2018 field incident, 2019 we kicked their ass. 2020 uh COVID we're up we're supposed we're what favored by 24 points. We go out and Joe Milton lays a big fat egg on the ground and we lose to them Ricky White. Good old Ricky White has a career day. He's been in college football for six years now, and his one good day was against Michigan. Ugh. 2021, the ridiculousness there. And then we beat them 2022 and 2023. <sighs> I, I just I can't stand them. And, I mean, that's my take. That is Rich Eisen's take. Go and just look it up. Um, one of the things that actually makes me feel better about all this, in 2021, even though we lost to them in ridiculous fashion, our defense was despicable. It was ridiculous. It was a shame. It was actually just uh, obscene how bad Michigan's defense was that day. Um, but still, we lose. <laughs> We still are, rate, are ranked ahead of them. And then they go out and they, they lose to Purdue. And they just lose their minds, which is makes me so happy. Uh, <laughs> and then it's just like saying no matter what you do, not even the country respects you. Not even the NCAA, nobody respects what you do, Michigan State, football-wise. I'll give it to them on basketball. Great basketball school, fine. But nobody respects you when it comes to football. We lost to you in one hell of a game. We lost in 2021, and we still were ranked ahead of you, and we still went to the Big Ten title game, and we still won a Big Ten title, even though you beat us. <laughs> that was just – that was that made it a little bit sweeter. I, I, I understand, but I would – rather just kill them by 40 and not not get that 
little bit of twist to an ending. No, thank you. Um, that's so funny. They're just so awful. And uh, another thing that makes me laugh. I went on YouTube tonight to watch some of the highlights, if you could call them that, of Michigan State against some of these teams. I've seen most of them just because, you know, they are somebody that we play. And I, you know, I want to get an idea of what this team looks like. And so I checked out some of the the highlights of, of games I just didn't bother to watch or could care less to watch. And I put in Michigan State highlights in YouTube. And there's like three or four videos. And then the rest of them are all about Michigan. <laughs> it's so funny. Not even YouTube respects you, dude. It's so embarrassing. Not even YouTube respects you. The majority of what they what I saw was all Michigan videos. Even though I specifically put Michigan State highlights. Even YouTube was like, yeah, you must have gone crazy. There's no way you're asking for Michigan State. We'll, we'll just algorithm this to give you all the Michigan stuff you want. Oh, it's so bad. You guys suck so bad, and I hate you so much. But one positive, I will, I will give, I will give a shout out. And I normally don't do this. I will give a shout out to Matt Sheehan. I think his name is. He does. If I got his name wrong, I totally apologize because I don't mean to do that disrespectfully. Uh, but he does the whole Locked On Spartans uh, podcast. That dude makes me laugh so much uh he reminds me of me he is so so passionate about michigan state football and he gets so angry when they do the bonehead things that they do and it is pure gold to listen to if you're a michigan fan because i love it because i love to see passion for your team right i feel bad for him because he's got he unfortunately likes Michigan State. Now, I don't know if he liked, I don't know his backstory, so I don't know if he grew up a Michigan State fan or if he just started to like them because that's the job that he has, right? Don't know that. Uh, but still, to see the passion, f your love for whatever team, I will always respect that. Always respect. Even if I hate your team as much as I hate Michigan State, I still respect the fact that this man cares about that team enough to give to give his all, to give a part of his heart out there. Because it's hard to do when when your team loses. When Michigan lost to Georgia, I got attacked. <laughs> I got attacked in such vicious ways by Georgia fans. It was hurtful but hilarious. I mean, after a while when I was like, why do I care what they're writing? Then I was actually able to start laughing at it. But for him to do it on a daily basis and have such an awful, awful university, football team, coaching history, all of it, all of that just being so bad, and that's your team that you are so passionate about, this poor man deserves my love and respect for not turning tail and jumping the bandwagon of any other team right out of that, that fucking dumpster fire that is East Lansing. So Matt Sheehan, you, sir, are a true fan, and I appreciate you, even though I hate your school that you cheer for. Um, 
Oh, before we get into the numbers and stuff, guys, I jumped the gun on this uh jumped the gun on this on this autograph app. It's next week. <laughs> I was so excited about everything. I had all the meetings done and I, I got all the promotional all the promotional stuff. I jumped the gun. <laughs> It's next week, and I don't blame them. They wanted to make sure the app was perfect before they put it out there. I That sounds perfect. It sounds great to me. I, I respect it. So it was my fault, guys. I jumped the gun. Everything is next week when they will do it. You go to the Apple App Store. You'll find autograph, all that stuff. It, perfect next week. My fault. I'm just super excited about this. This is one of the true things that has made me really, really enjoy doing this podcast because of companies like this and because of the guys I've been working with behind the scenes on this. I'm very excited about it. So next week, guys, next week, I'll give you everything you guys need and we'll start blowing that up. So anyways, let's get into the numbers of what we're looking at here. Now, when it comes to Michigan State, they they benched Noah Kim. So, I mean, duh, right? Like, he is... He looks like an anime character. Uh, he's one. I, he couldn't be more than one eighty. I mean, he's a tiny man. Ah, sorry, I'm drinking a little beer here. Uh, so they 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 bench him for Hauser. So the, the numbers on Hauser aren't really going to compute outside of just this last game with Rutgers. And I don't know. He seems to be pretty good. I mean. He was 18 to 29 for 133, two touchdowns. He also ran eight, ran the ball eight times for 27 yards and one touchdown. That is what I would call a Donovan Edwards type of day, eight for 27. Um, so he seems all right. He seems to be like every other kind of quarterback we face so far where uh, he throws the ball okay and he's decent on his feet. And if you leave him alone, his one run is right up the middle, right? Um, so it kind of reminds me of uh, Nebraska, really, to be quite honest with you, and some parts of Rutgers. But one thing I've also noticed about this team, they put the ball on the carpet a lot, a lot. Just in the three, the three games that they played in the Big Ten, surprisingly, they didn't have any fumbles against Washington, right? I was expecting bad things, but they got blown out. But I guess it's just because they suck. <laughs> Not because, you know, they fumbled. But uh, so they had two fumbles against Maryland, one fumble, only one fumble against uh, Iowa. Another surprising stat. Uh, and then at three or four against Rutgers. So they're, the trend is they're getting worse. They're getting worse as the season's going on. I don't know if it's because they're losing hope. Um, they also were very good against the run. They shut down uh, Maryland's run. They shut down Iowa's run, right? And Iowa has a decent running back, at least. Maryland's got two pretty good running backs. I wouldn't say they're not, they're not going to set the world on fire, but they can light you up if you allow them to. Um, so they, they kind of shut them down, but then... Last week against Rutgers, Manungai ran for one twenty-four for one forty-eight. The kid's solid, and we shut him down to like what twenty yards rushing. So that I I I just think that they're not that they're losing hope. And plus, to be quite honest, I was watching this game. They look 
smaller. Their defensive line looks small. Maybe it's maybe it's an optical illusion, or my eyes are getting worse, or I don't know. But their their team looks small. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not even trying to talk shit on this one. I was just saying I was looking at the highlights and they look small to me. So I think if that is true, I see big days for our our pass rush and our running game. 100%. If that's the case, if they are that small up front, I have big hopes for both our running game and our, our pass rush. Because, I mean, if they allowed Manungai to run for 148 after they had shut down Iowa and Maryland, Michigan's run game is vastly superior to, to Rutgers. So I would just say I would expect a huge day from Corum and from hopefully Edwards. And plus, you have to throw the added tunnel effect into that, right? Like, of course, Michigan's not going to talk about how much they hate Michigan State because of what happened in that tunnel last season. But two players, the two players that got beat up and got assaulted in that game are still on the team. Oh, no, actually, German's on the team and um, uh, Big Burroughs is on the team. My fault. German Green... Uh, his brother was the one that got assaulted. So, okay. So, but still family, family does, it's all connected. You think they're going to forget about it? Now, listen, the one thing that worries me because of that is Michigan going to keep their head, right? Are they going to play with controlled aggression or are they going to just play outright violent and get into the game that Michigan State wants them to play, which is to be um, out of control, right? Disrespectful. Get into that whole thing because then you can get penalties. Then you play sloppy. Then big plays can come out of nothing. You know, you can make mistakes, and then that puts Michigan State in the game, right? Which Michigan team is – what? no, which way is Michigan going to play the game? And I – a few years ago, I would say we would play – the sloppy, let's get in your face, bar brawl type type shit, right? This year, and actually over the last couple years, I think Michigan is so much better. Their culture is so well-defined. They're just not going to play down to that stupid shit. I think they're really going to keep their heads, and they're going to systematically beat the shit out of Michigan State, right? I don't think they're going to allow themselves to fall to the easy part of just playing a bar fight, right? I think we're just going to systematically, like, it'll be like a boxer fighting a street fighter type thing. The boxer's going to win ultimately because he's got he's got the discipline. He's got the mental fortitude. He's got everything you need to win that, you know? The street fighter's just going to start throwing, throwing haymakers and start cursing and see if he can get you to, you know, to, to lose your temper. I think Michigan, if they keep their head, which I totally expect them to, I think this is going to be an absolute blowout. Now, I'm going to be nervous from the kick to the end just until it's like 55 to nothing or something like that. Then I'll, I'll relax. But just because Michigan State has got a great habit of playing above their weight class and beating us when they have no right to beat us. Um... They have, I guess they have a running game. I don't know that Nick Carter is from 
UConn a few years ago, and I, I hear he has some beef with how we treated him because we destroyed their team, and we were probably down downright disrespectful to him, not letting him run through the holes or not giving him a chance or whatever. He probably has some reason to find a beef with us, which is perfect for Michigan State, so he probably fits in real well there. And then that burger kid from Wisconsin, I don't know. They seem like they're decent running backs. I know Carter has had a few big games, but they haven't played anybody with a defensive line like we have. I mean, we're the number one scoring defense in the country still at 6.7 points per game. I mean, we're the number two total defense and only allowing 233 yards per game. Right? I don't see how that how they handle that. They're they have two decent wide receivers, uh Trey Mosley and this Foster kid. They get open, they can catch a hard pass, I'll give them that, but they love to put it on the carpet. And with how opportunistically our defense has been playing lately. I see this being a big turnover game. I see us having the the turnover buffs out and at least three or four guys wearing them in this game. At least four turnovers, I would expect, in this game. With how much they've put the ball on the carpet lately, I don't see it. And then they're going to get frustrated, and then they're going to make more mistakes. I really just see us pulling away. It might be a, a bar fight for about a, a quarter. You know, and the fact that they're throwing everything they possibly can at us. I just, I don't have any faith whatsoever in anything that Michigan State can do outside of just whatever it is that helps them fight above their weight class every once in a while. I just don't. Um, They stink, man. I mean, they're scoring offense. They only score 17 points per game. Um, They're 105th in total offense. Their scoring defense is 59th, allowing 26 points per game. Um, Their total defense is 45th, allowing 362 total yards. There is nothing they do that makes me nervous. Halliday is the only thing on the defense that he always finds a way to be relevant in a Michigan game. He does. He just plays really hard. So I'll give give it to him on that. Uh, But Hauser, I don't know what he's going to do. He's only had one start. He's coming mop-up duty for Noah Kim. I don't know if he sucks. Do they pull Noah Kim out to be embarrassed as well? I don't know. That's the whole thing. Even there's articles written this whole week about how their head coach is fearful that their team is that his team is quitting on him. So if we smack him and we smack him hard in the first quarter, do they just give up? Does this turn into like a a Rutgers 19, uh, 2016 game where we win 78 to 6 or whatever it was. You know, does it turn into that? Now that would be fantastic. I would love every second of that game. I may rewatch it two to three times in that in, in a 24 hour period if we beat them that bad. That would be amazing. Um, yeah, I just, I don't see them. Providing any type the way that the way they are now, I don't see them providing a, a challenge. I just don't. Outside of, you know, I've already said it enough. I don't need to speak it into existence. Um, yeah, I think they're embarrassing. I really do. And I don't know if they play Indiana, but I'll be honest. I think Indiana's defense would stifle Michigan State. I think Indiana actually might win that game. 
I think low-key Michigan State is the worst team in the Big Ten. Northwestern might beat Michigan State. So that's why it makes me nervous because I talk all this shit and then we lose. Oh, my God. If you want to hear a man unhinged, just go back and listen to 2020 reaction episode with uh, Michigan State. You'll hear somebody completely unhinged. Uh, and that person would be me. <laughs> uh, but let's get into some of the other uh, games of the of the week. Ohio, Penn State. That's the big one, baby. That is going to be – it's going to give us everything we need to know about both teams, I think. You know, it's at – it's at Ohio because they always get lucky with that shit. Um, I don't know, man. I I let's put it this way: I have more faith in both of their defenses than I do in their offenses. You know, I think Drew Aller's a better quarterback than McCord. I think that Ohio State's got a better wide receiving core. Now, I don't know if uh, a a Becca Buka or Becca whatever his name is is healthy. I think he got hurt last week. And I think Cade Stover is a much better tight end than anything that um than Theo, whatever his name is. But actually it's probably pretty close, to be quite honest with you. Um the running games I think are very similar. Uh they say this is best this is Penn State's best offensive line. Not overly convinced with that because of their struggles. Even against Northwestern, they struggled. You know what I mean? Not not a huge fan. I don't think that's the – if that's their best offensive line, we're going to jail-rape them. It's going to be embarrassing for them, okay? Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing who we need to take serious out of this round robin when this playoff starts, and this playoff starts this Saturday. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I don't know who's going to win, to be quite honest. I mean, if I had to guess, I would say it's going to be Ohio. And to be honest, probably selfishly, I want it to be Ohio just because I love the way it feels when Michigan and Ohio come down to the last game of the season and they're both undefeated. They both want that, you know, whoever wins this goes to the Big Ten title game and more than likely is going to beat whatever ragdoll they throw out there from the West and then on to the playoff. Right. There's there's a buzz about it. You notice that no one's ever said that when it comes to Michigan, Michigan State. No one's ever said, oh, it comes down to this for the Big Ten. Ooh, there's a buzz in the air when Michigan plays Michigan State. Nope. No one ever says that. Maybe maybe over in East Lansing they do, but not here. No one ever says that. And if they do, they shouldn't have a show anymore because that's embarrassing. Um, then Iowa, Minnesota, I'm curious. I want to see how Minnesota plays Iowa. Um I think Iowa. I think Iowa's in for a little bit of trouble. Eric All and and Cade McNamara both have torn ACLs. I don't want to say that's the Michigan curse, but I mean Andrew Anthony out also Michigan curse maybe. Not sure, but all three big time players that left Michigan are now out for the season due to I think all three knee injuries. I don't now listen. I'm not cheering for that. I think that's awful. I'm just not cheering for it. I don't ever want anybody to get hurt playing such a violent game. Just don't. But I think it's interesting. Um, Also keeping it in the Big Ten. We'll say the Pac-12 for now. Um, Oregon plays Washington State. I want to see how Oregon bounces back from such a heartbreak loss against Washington. See if they're really for real. Um, Iowa play. uh, No, Iowa. My fault. Uh, Tennessee plays Bama. 
I think that's going to be interesting. I want to see what Joe Milton can do. Uh, he's kind of uh, avoided the Michigan curse solely because he sucks so bad that it, the Michigan curse feels like, eh, why injure him when he's already playing like he's injured? So it doesn't matter. I think Bama should win that one. Uh, Florida State versus Duke. I think that's going to be interesting. I want to see how Duke plays against the, the clear favorite in the ACC this year. And then Utah, USC. I think Utah is going to plaster them. I, I look forward to it because I don't want you at USC anywhere near this playoff. I just don't. Not that I fear them by any stretch of the imagination. I just get sick of overrated teams just because they have a big coach and a great, great quarterback getting a bunch of hype for something that they just can't pull off. And also, I'm getting sick and tired of Lincoln Riley being anywhere near the college football playoff when he doesn't give a crap about football. When or Not football, but defensive football. He didn't care about it at Oklahoma, and he went. He w- was rewarded for going to the playoff and getting smacked down numerous times. Uh, I just don't. I get tired of it. I'm a. I'm a defensive football lover, and when you can't respect the art form that is defensive football, I get annoyed, and I don't like you. I don't want to see you prosper. I don't see any of that. So I hope Michigan. I hope. Michigan State. I hope USC gets beat down again by Utah and we can just go ahead and forget about them for the rest of the season the way they belong. And I think when they come over to the to the Big Ten, unless they have some other quarterback like tucked in their back pocket, I don't see them being that great next year either. I need to do an episode next uh, soon about our, our 2024 20, team. I think actually... I'm starting to become a believer that we might be good again. Oh, no, we're good again. You know, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, But, guys, uh, for all the new people who have started listening, thank you. Um, Also, the best way to describe it, because I had a comment. Somebody DM me and asked me, well, I love your show, but I don't know exactly how to describe it, which is weird because I'm just a podcast. But, the best way I could describe it is the thing that I put in my trailer and the put on, the thing I put in my profile. It's like you're having a beer at your favorite Michigan bar with your most passionate, crazy Michigan football fan. And that's me. That's it. It's fun. We're going to roast people. We're going to have a good time. It is pro-Michigan all the time. And if they, and the only people who can make fun of Michigan is us. You know what I mean? Like, I will slam Michigan, and you all know I have. So... I love them, but I will talk shit. Best way to describe that show. Um, Guys, fantastic. I mean, you guys continually keep pushing this show forward and forward, and it is amazing, and I appreciate you so much. Uh, Yeah, just hit me up on all social media. I still have the best memes in the biz, baby. I do. Hands down, not even close. Share them. Get things going. I even I even touch on other teams outside of the Big Ten. I have a few pretty good Notre Dame memes right now. So get out there, support it. Uh, just hit me up. And then next week, I will let you know when that app goes live. And please, let's just destroy it and make this podcast really shine. And I really appreciate you all. Um, it is great. It is really great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue. Hey, guys, before we get into this episode, let's go ahead and do some housekeeping. Um, I am on all social media. I'm on Twitter. I'm on threads. I'm on YouTube. I'm on 
IG and I'm on uh, fan uh, Facebook fan page. You can find me under, if you can't find me anywhere else, just look for the Michigan Football Rant. All right. I think on Instagram, it's uh, Maniac Memes. On Twitter, it's at Maniacs Podcast. But if all else fails, Michigan Football Rant. That's where you can find me. Guys, like like and subscribe. Support everything you possibly can. If you guys go to Spotify and or Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast, rate and review, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to me, and I will then send you stickers and a wristband. I'm working on new stuff uh, so I can send more stuff out like that. Uh, also, Spotify, I would love to drive my Spotify all the way up to a thousand followers if I can. That'd be fantastic. We're at like 305 right now. I know it's an aggressive move, but I know you guys can make it. I know you guys can help me get there, right? Just go ahead and follow and then rate the show five stars if you want. That'd be greatly appreciated. Just get me in front of as many Michigan fans as possible. Like I say, this this show is like sitting down with your friend, your most knowledgeable, passionate Michigan football fan at a bar and just watching the game. That's what I strive for. You have all these other choices for people to watch, to get all the inside info on recruiting and all this other stuff. I just want you guys to sit back and enjoy roasting, making fun of the other game, the other teams, all that kind of stuff. That's why my memes are the best. Get my memes out there. I have plenty of memes. I'm making fun of Notre Dame right now. I've got a few really good Notre Dame memes. Get them out there. Have people enjoy them. I mean, it's just what college football is all about, right? It's just sitting back and enjoying the game. Uh, also, there's a new new uh, app that I'm a part of. It's called Autograph. That's coming out next week. Next week. I kind of jumped the gun on this one, but it's next week. I will be uh, sending out more uh, referral codes and stuff like that as the app drops into the Apple App Store. Okay, so thank you once again for everything you guys do for me. Um, now let's get into the show.